0: Welcome to Rage, you nerds. I am Mr. Keck. Joining me, like he does on Tuesdays, my lovely, my beautiful, my confident, my soulmate, Reno.
1: All of those are true.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Especially
1: so, the beautiful part.
0: Yep. So we're starting a little bit late. So we're going to come at you faster than a fastball is going to come to Alex Bergman next time he plays the Dodgers oh, or snap. the A's. <laughs> so let's go ahead and have fun. <laughs> All right. So Reno the name of, jump right in the the name of the game today is we have some shame to cast we are casting shame or at least we are going to discuss and decide whether this person this entity this team this body is deserving of being shamed and if they are let's shame them if they're not then we'll back off we'll back off you know
1: are we like Game of Thrones shaming them, or are we just like internet shaming them?
0: Oh, just you wait. <laughs> just you <laughs> wait. to get things started, Kmart, stop assholes! And you know, Kmart, just chilling. I got a haircut. I'm feeling so good. You have cleaned
1: up. I'm feeling. You, you were you were like a grizzly bear the last time I saw you.
0: Yeah, I feel pretty. I feel pretty good and refreshed right now. Hold on one second, Reno. Let me. You're you're lagging a little bit on here, so let me see if I drop this down. I'm Darren
1: McFadden on here.
0: Let's see. Oh. You shrunk. I got smaller. Yeah, what well, now? I'm bigger. Yeah, your audio's all sorts of weirded out. Greeting, turd nuggets. Greeting there, rooster.
1: What up, rooster? Just
0: figuring out why Reno's so wonky, uh,
1: wonky, flonky. In the meantime, to, I'm gonna to, give my dog a treat.
0: Let me see your face and talk.
1: Let me see your face. Hey,
0: off. hey, there we go. We got a real-time Reno, baby. We're back. We're, We're back. back We're back. Rooster Kmart. <laughs> You're both beautiful. Love seeing both of your names in here, and I assume just in my mind, your your faces. So before we get hot and heavy into shaming people, I just want to point out uh, for those of you that care, and I'm starting to care a little bit more. I haven't sat through necessarily a full a full game yet, but above Reno, you will see the ticker, for once, the Chicago Blackhawks and the Vegas Golden Knights start off tonight. Uh, we'll let you see what the scores are going for there. I'm kind of digging hockey, man. Dude, how they did? Okay, we'll talk about it here in a second. I don't want to get—I don't want to get ahead of myself. All right. So the first thing we need you're, to do—you're do, way
1: over here. We need to come over here.
0: Yeah. So the first thing we need to do is we need to discuss. Uh, so this one is this one potentially might pop back up when we do the shame game, um, but this is just something I have to—I just have to—I got to I gotta vent about, man. And I gotta do a moment of rage, yeah. so I know, I know, I know. We don't normally do the moment of rage on this. Yes, hockey, CB, CBJ, CBJ. Uh, so stickball, yes. So ice, ice soccer. We'll talk some ice uh, soccer later. <laughs> ice soccer. <laughs> All right. So the NCAA. This is my moment of rage. We've done this before, not necessarily with the sports stream, but with the nerd stream, where we took a took a moment, just kind of vented about a topic. And me, it's the NCAA. What I am not upset about, so I want to make this clear first, I am not upset with anyone during a pandemic, during escalated health risk, deciding, hey, you know what, it's not safe for me to do something. So players that have opted out, players that don't feel comfortable, or players that do feel comfortable and want to be in it, as we've seen um, Trevor Lawrence coming out, Justin Fields coming out, as we've seen some leaders start to step up within the players, I'm totally cool with all of them. I'm more directed at the actual body that comprises the NCAA. So, the president, or whoever else is in there, and then, in an extension, the, the presidents and the, you know, chancellors involved with all the schools that comprise the conferences. The NCAA is such a back word way of trying to do something. Every sport has a centralized governing body except for college sports. And the reason? Who knows? But because they don't have a centralized voice, because they don't have someone as a hierarchy of anything, this has just been such a head-in-the-sands stupid way of trying to exercise some kind of authority. No one knows who's calling the shots, so no one wants to call the shots. And then when people do call the shots, you get this weird domino effect of like, well, they did it, so I guess I might as well do it. And again, I'm not against anyone deciding they don't want to play during a pandemic. That is perfectly fine. But there's only been one professional sport that we've seen so far that has sucked horrifically at doing Pandemic, their version of their sport. And it's the only sport that didn't have a plan in place. It's the only sport that didn't attempt some kind of bubble measurements. It was the MLB. The MLB has been a god-awful experience so far. But you know what's been great? NHL. You know what's been great? Golf and you know apples to oranges right cuz golf is not going to be the same kind of contact you get in football you know what's been you know what's been damn good on two different occasions basketball and you can't tell me there's not contact in that they're literally rubbing up sweaty bodies on each other yep have you watched an nba game they just sit there and breathe on each other nba game is half a rest it's like half a nap standing up and then it's actually playing basketball once you get into the fourth quarter So the fact that the college football world decided, you know what? We don't have anyone telling us what to do, so we'll figure this out as we get there. We'll wait and decide. It went June. It went July. It went August. And now there's some that are still saying, you know what? We'll get this figured out when we get to September. There needs to be a complete either abolishment of the NCAA and a restructuring to make a governing body. Because guess what's about to happen? The players are about to unionize. And you better have a centralized uh, government for your organization, or those schools are going to get manhandled by players that have an absurd amount of power they're about to get once these deals with uh, able to get money um, and be college players. Like, as soon as that happens, if the NCAA, if the different conferences, if they don't have some kind of governing body, the players are going to run roughshod over them because the players right now. They realize it, too. That's why Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, and some of the others are starting to come out and actually talk about this stuff. They realize they're on the precipice of having more power and more say than the NCAA. And I know that's not saying a lot. That's like saying that, you know, my child has more power and sway over the TV. Like, whatever. If she gets a hold of the remote, sure. But, like, ultimately, I pull the strings. (laughs) But I just it, it frustrates me that we could have probably had college football maybe not perfect. Maybe it still would have been closed down as much as it is right now, but we probably had a better chance if there would have actually been someone, an adult, sitting at the head of the table saying, listen, here's our guidelines. No one's there to do that. And you know what? It just pisses me off. It, it makes me really upset that we could have potentially had something, but no one decided they wanted to be the parent. No one decided they wanted to be the leader. No one could be the leader because there is no finite rule for all this shit. And, and you know, that's just, that's it i don't have my moment of rage button pulled up so you're getting this you're getting this this is what you're getting
1: Fuck me, man. Just make me feel. Just rage. fuck me, like just fuck me, right? I don't know. This makes me think I've got a shower thought coming.
0: Okay, let's see. So <laughs> I've I ignored chat. I'm so sorry, chat. I just I got in my moment. Uh, this rage is valid. Baseball, they sucking straight dick. Uh, tell me about it. This was going to be our year two. Um, yeah, dude. I was like th- there's a lot of promise that's going to go down the drain because of all this. Uh, this is also my rage, cack. Valid rage. And listen. Here's another thing that really kind of pisses me off. The fact that everyone's like, well, you know what? We'll push it off to the spring. So you mean to tell me that the safer thing to do for your players is to push things off to the spring, have spring football, have a shortened summer offseason, and Let then start back, the back up in the fall. Tell me, how that's a, how, tell me how that makes football a safer sport for anyone. I just, it just, it just, it, it blows my mind. It, do
1: or do not, there is no try.
0: There it just it's just if there had been someone that actually were wearing pants. Everyone was sitting at a Zoom call with their pants off. If someone would have just stood up and their dick not been showing cuz they would have been wearing pants, everyone would have been like, "Shit, that guy's got pants. We'll listen to what they have to say." Or, "Shit, that lady has pants." Listen, anyone could have pants at this point, but no one had pants. We were all pantsless and it fucking went downhill. That puppy dog's making me ha- I'm just getting, Here you I'm, go, getting K-Mart. Pissed. I'm just getting pissed man. He's
1: my buddy. This is Max.
0: It's people not wanting to make decisions, ignoring what they need to address. And listen, the NCAA is going to sit there and say, well, you guys never gave us power. I fucking hate you, NCAA. I hate who you so much. Who doesn't hate NCAA? Ins- like, I just, like, with a passion. Who
1: who has a good opinion of the NCAA?
0: NCAA. I would love to hear it. NCAA are the hall monitors of the school. Like, they <laughs> think they have power, but they don't, and it pisses me off that when they, like, listen, they go from, well, we can't dictate what the conferences do during – during this, but we can destroy eligibility for a player because they happen to be moved in by their coach, and yes, I'm referring to the Memphis player that received help from Amf- <laughs> from from Penny Hardaway before he actually was ever his coach, and they'm like, well, that's a violation, so we gotta punish like you can do that, but then when it actually matters, you can't do shit anything, oh gosh at
1: all all right really, that was
0: my moment of rage. <laughs> Tell me
1: how you really feel.
0: <laughs> well, here let's let's move on from that and let's let's talk about some people that have got things right. Uh, let's see, uh, Bucky, UWA, love him. Max is king. Uh, they couldn't even figure out how to find a true national championship until the BCS stepped in. Uh, they dropped yep. the ball. Uh, they own some bullshit because they are acting like children. Yeah, I mean, I don't disagree with any of that. So let's see, making sure no one no one yelled at us on Facebook. Good, our Facebook's still relatively new new to the game. I've been trying to I've been trying to separate I've known. us. Give us, give us all a little bit something different to work with. All right. So, who has done it better, NHL or NBA? And Reno, I, I have a sneaking suspicion that maybe you haven't watched a whole lot of either.
1: I have watched uh, two NBA games, <laughs> and I have watched thirty seconds of hockey games. <laughs> Rooster said, "Hey, Facebook, fuck you. <laughs> hey, Facebook. <laughs>
0: well, listen. Okay, yeah. You so, tell him, Rooster. And I think, I, you know, I think that's fair. I think, I think for me." I think for me I think both teams so in terms of like who's done it better in terms of uh getting this to actually work I'm going to be completely honest and it's probably been the thing that I've watched the least amount of but it's it's really gained my attention a whole lot more I really think the NHL did this in such a good return yeah. and I think it's I think these two are very comparable because they essentially had the same setup right NHL didn't finish their season. NBA didn't finish their season. Both of them came back trying to figure out a way. I think the NHL's approach to resuming play, where it was basically, so, are you aware of how they how they came back, Reno NHL? No, I'm not. So it, they had, I think it was like 24 teams or whatever they brought in. Uh, the fifth through 12 seeds for each each um conference or whatever would play each other in a best of five series so they paired them up five to twelve and so on and so forth and they would play each other and whoever advanced from those series would go into the actual playoffs meanwhile the top four would play each other in a round robin to determine seating
1: seating yeah Yeah. so
0: you had so you had two different kind of like mini tournaments going on and listen you had 12 seeds upsetting <laughs> five seeds. Baseball should be doing this. Oh, yes, dude. No, no shit. Everyone, everyone that has a short <laughs> season should be doing this because that is some damn good and very compelling stuff. Listen, the NBA bubble, we'll talk about how the bubble games have went, and you tell me whether you think this has been a worthwhile experiment or not. But if they had done what hockey did, there would have been a lot more asses in the seat watching NBA. Absolutely. Because NBA Absolutely. has a bigger footprint in at least media coverage in this in this country. Uh, yeah. And there'd America. be more
1: draw to watch more games than than just you know, oh, they're playing this this team tonight. Okay, well.
0: Oh hey, Eveld, welcome Eveld. And then Kmart says basketball because I don't know what hockey is doing. Um, Rooster says yes, hockey, C B J and yeah, like listen, I agree, man. I agree. Hockey hockey came in with a much better thought out approach. Like the 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 power plays or like the, the actual getting the lower-seeded teams to play each other and opening the door. The Chicago Blackhawks, if the actual season had finished, wouldn't be anywhere near the playoffs. Now they've overthrown the fifth seed, a favorite, the Edmonton Oilers, to advance to actually be in the playoffs. That is awesome. Before you even have your playoffs, you have playoff-level drama. That's,
1: yep.
0: They did this right. I don't. It's I mean, like a
1: play it, play it, like a win and you're in kind of tournament, you know.
0: <laughs> Roosters, <great>. rooster, rooster, <laughs> fuck you, Canada. To be fair though, the Canadians, Canada- To be fair though, the Canadians have also got in there, and I think uh, I want to say I've, there's for sure another one. But I mean, there's these games are all in Canada, so they have the home field advantage, right? Uh, but yeah, man, I it just it amazes me how right hockey did all this. On the inverse, I don't. I'm like, I don't hate what the NBA has done. I think they had I mean they
1: they haven't necessarily done it bad, but it's just not as compelling.
0: They they yeah, it's not as compelling and they definitely did a weird approach to all of it, if you ask me. Yeah. Are we talking NBA? Yeah, we're talking NBA later. All right. So so there's that and like, you know, whatever. I mean, I think I think I think both these sports did the best with what they had. I just think I think hockey did the better job. I think NHL actually sat down and said what would make for NHL. Good TV during a time that there's not a lot of live content. And I, the, I, so I watched game one of the Edmonton uh, Blackhawks series, so the Oilers versus the Blackhawks. And the feel and just everything about it was just so much cooler than anything I had seen from like baseball. Uh, I'll say this I, I had never watched a hockey game on TV or a hockey match on TV before that. And just listening to the announcer or the commentators, the commentators literally sounded like they were about to, like, explode their asshole. They were so excited. Hey, he's coming away off the cross play. Hey, shot, take his chase. He takes a shot. He misses it. Oh, my gosh. Did you see him miss it? And then then when they made it, it's like, all right, he made it. HE MADE IT! (laughs) It's like, holy fuck. Like, why aren't more people watching hockey? Why didn't anyone else tell me that there are people on speed talking about hockey? Like, this is so, like, it's just, it's a different, it's a different feel. And maybe, yeah, so, uh, mentions Letterkenny. So, I've been a fan of Letterkenny. So, maybe Letterkenny kind of helped shape my, I think that there might be some enjoyment to it. Uh, But, dude, hockey... Hockey, I have shit on hockey for so long and so hard, but listen, I think they have the best commentators in the game. I may not know exactly what they're talking about at all times, and and I might refer to it as ice soccer, but it's a lot faster pace. and listen, you get someone to beat the shit out of someone else before it's all said and done. It's a
1: Texas size 10-4.
0: Texas size 10 Get your finger out your ass. But yeah, no. Listen, hey, if you're in here and you're you're not already following the channel, please give us a follow. We love you. And if you've dipped out already, we still love you anyways. Come back and give us a follow. Um, but yeah, so I think I think the NLGL's done better. So let's move on to another sport. And you tell me, talk,
1: Are we gonna talk MLB at some point tonight? Oh,
0: you better believe it, buddy. Okay,
1: all right, all right. I'll I'll, I'll save my opinion to myself then. All right,
0: let me let's get this one. So golf. Morikawa wins his first major. Who? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So that was it. Was fun to watch. Yeah, I, that, I that was gonna, that was gonna be my question. Like for the longest time during this first major, was it success? Because you had for like the first two days, someone no one has ever heard of leading the way. <laughs> yeah. But also in the same token, you had all the major players that are normally in there. Still biting the field. I mean, like it doesn't matter. It, you know, it matters as long as you're you're sticking around uh, Thursday, Friday, but Saturday, Sunday is where it actually yeah, matters. Actually matters. Um, but you had you had a you had Tiger Woods make the cut. So was this a successful first major
1: for Tiger? I, I, I mean, I wouldn't call it a success, but it wasn't a... I don't think you could put a negative stamp on it, though. I, I, just, it was, I just meant, like, in general, pretty, for,
0: like, golf. Like, in general?
1: That? Oh, yeah. I think it was positive. I, I, I really enjoyed watching this one. Um... I, I, the more I watch it, I, I haven't really watched much of Mister Deschambeau, but the more I watch him, the more dumber I think he is. <laughs> <DeChambeau-n-up, baby. laughs> like, he's up, baby. Like I really he's, think he's, he's probably is, too big. He's right? the like equivalent of having a jock as a golfer who has like nothing going on up here, but me big, strong, hit ball far. Like,
0: uh, you could say it, man. Yeah. They have an actual athlete that's out there playing golf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I look, we talked about it before. When we see uh, Bryson uh, DeChambeau, it looks like there is an actual linebacker out there trying to hit the golf, yeah. the golf ball. And like, listen, he can drive the the piss out of the ball. Yeah, he
1: can knock fire
0: out of it. I, I just can't imagine, just based on like mass and physics, like he's very good at the short game. I, I imagine his short game's probably suspect. It's Really
1: hard to have that like touch.
0: And I feel like his putting game is probably atrocious.
1: And so, and like Atro- so they did talk about this. So this is an interesting fact.
0: Uh-huh.
1: He putts better when he's farther away than when he's close up.
0: Well, yeah, because he's the fucking Hulk, man. <laughs> 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 he Hulk smashes Like Literally, the they
1: would run at these stats all over the screen. And I'm like, this is great. This is hilarious. They're making fun of him nonchalantly, and I like it.
0: <laughs> oh, uh, Rooster says, can he wipe his own ass, though? Probably not, because... How about the guy the guy he's got like he's got that thing going on where like his pecs and his like his arms seem like there's a layer of other between them to where it's like you got t- it kind of you know it just it doesn't look like it should work. Yeah. But again, he could drive the piss out of the ball. So maybe when you're when you're knocking off a stroke on the drive, you can spare another stroke on like the short game, I guess. <laughs> I, I don't know, man.
1: Dude, but, it, it, it was crazy to watch because cause, cause was like he was up there and hanging around, but he he didn't, like, set himself, like, ahead of everybody until hole 16. And after that, it was just like, all right, that's it. I didn't, even, I
0: didn't even honestly see his name on the leaderboard until I yeah, checked to see, to see they who they wanted. talking
1: to him Saturday, and I was like – I remember thinking, like, who's this guy? And then <laughs> the next day, he just kept hanging around, hanging around, and then, oh, hey, Birdie, Birdie, Birdie. <laughs>
0: And, you know, it, it's a major, and what happens at majors is you see some epic, disastrous, off-the-rails falling uh, of people that are in contention to start off the week. So, n- I'm not going to crap on – I don't remember the guy that was leading on Friday and, and Thursday. Uh, Bowen Tang. Saturday was
1: Dustin Johnson.
0: Yeah, so so DJ, DJ bumped up there, and you got, like, you know, you had uh, Day sticking around. I think Day finished yeah. in, the, in, like, the tide for top teens somewhere in the teens so you had like you had the big names um, but you had one guy and we're about to talk about this man and I really love I really love that we get to talk about him his name is a uh, uh, Brooks Kepka uh, and, yeah. and he happened to have some things to say and, 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 he, and he's made it onto our list so Reno let's go ahead let's get this started we're gonna is this our shame game we're gonna play the shame game uh let me before we before we get deep in Balls heavy into the shame game. Let me find uh, someone, someone's tweet.
1: Can we have him just fight an alligator? <laughs> I think Duchampou would win.
0: All right, let's see. Here we go. Okay, here we go. All right, are you ready? Are you ready for, for some shame game?
1: Let's let's do it.
0: All right, so we're gonna play the shame game and I actually have something else for it so we've got us we've got us a little bucket box here. There we go. Perfect. He's the first one loaded up. So, Brooks Kepka, for the world that may not know, is a professional golfer. He's a really good professional golfer. He's not the greatest, but here recently he's he's been in contention, he's hung around. Brooks Kepka on Saturday had this to say about the field. He was, he was asked about the leaderboard in his chase. I like my chances, Kepka said, of his chase to catch Johnson, so to catch uh, DJ in the final round. When I've been in this position before, I've capitalized. I don't know. He's only 1-1. I'm playing good. I don't know. We'll see. And then when asked about the leaderboard, he said... A lot of guys on the leaderboard. I don't think I have one because he asked who was his favorite to win it, and he said I don't think I have one. Uh, but I guess DJ has only won one. But I don't know the other guys that are up there. So essentially, you had Brooks Kepka saying uh, that he was in the best shape because there was a bunch of no names before him, and DJ, the choke artist. Uh, yep. You had to read the message because he clearly was caught taking a lot of shots at DJ. Um, but he basically said there's no one ahead of him that stood that stood out of his, like that was going to stand up and during sunday so the last day of the of the major brooks kepka shot four over so brooks kepka <laughs> went from went from being in contention to falling off the wagon
1: open mouth insert foot
0: so my question to you is does brooks kepka because he talked shit before the finish and then didn't finish strong should he be shamed
1: i mean I didn't see it as that bad, that big a deal. I, like I think they're looking for a little, little drama to throw in there because golf is, you know, sometimes dry for drama. But I feel—I mean, any other day, I really feel like he probably would have came out there and and blown the doors off. But for whatever reason, he couldn't put it together on Sunday because he's been playing well. He's—he's not—he's not a bad golfer by any means. But
0: all right. Reno, he's just
1: kind of a dick.
0: Reno said no shame. <laughs> Rooster says can't shame a man for confidence. Kmart seems to be in agreement. So we we are much more than those nerds on Friday. We are very much listening to our audience. So listen, we won't shame him. We'll just give him the Kawhi Leonard laugh. He gets off. <laughs> so, so he so he gets off. He gets off. All right, here we go. Who's up next? Big Ten. <laughs> And, again, I don't want this to be shaming the players or the coaches. This is a shame to the Big Ten administration that made a decision. Do you think – oh, wait. I'll wait for Reno. Your so, Can you hear me now? Yes. So, okay. again, this isn't towards the Big Ten players. This isn't toward the Big Ten uh, coaches. This is toward the Big Ten administrators that made a decision um, – where it sounds like they're going to close up shot, and they did close up shop on football today, which we kind of figured they were going to do, or they're, they're pushing it back or whatever. They're pushing it back to the spring. Um, the rumor coming out on Monday was that the Big Ten was looking for someone to join them in announcing because they didn't want to be the first. That was, that was kind of the quote that, that leaked from their meeting, is that they, they didn't want to be the first to announce they weren't going to have football as a Power 5 conference, but they didn't want to be the last. Does the Big Ten for basically being kind of, you know, bitches about all this deserve to be shamed for their, hey, you guys, we're all quitting. Come join us, please. But go first.
1: <laughs> hey, let's let's all quit. But did you say it? You say it first. You, hey, you it, go first.
0: It's, it's literally that moment. It's like, dude, I'm so sick and tired of working here. And like someone's next to him. Like, yeah, man, I am too, man. We should we do should something. Hey, yeah, man, we should quit. Okay, you go first and I'll be right there. rooster rooster says we should shame him reno do you feel like there's shame to this or you let him off the hook i
1: agree big 10
0: shame shame (laughs) big 10 march your naked ass down the streets you have been shamed
1: i I can't i just can't like if you're gonna do it do it and don't (laughs) don't Play it off like, oh, we don't want to be the first ones. Either do it or no one's good. Like, at this point, if you're the first to do something like this, nobody's going to criticize you because of what's going on.
0: As soon as soon. Shame. Shame. Because you waited, Big Ten. Because... All this information started leaking out and instead of you making an action right then and there and just saying, listen, yes, uh, we're we're going to go ahead and close up shop because all of this stuff leaked to Dan Patrick, of, of all people, because because the vote leaked that there were two schools. And Nebraska's before Big 10 actually closed up shop. Nebraska already went out there and said, "Listen, we're playing football. We're going
1: to play." And then, "Ah, uh, no you're not." <laughs> so they so
0: just all all across the board, they look like buffoons for how this all played out. And they could have they could have easily course corrected. Listen, it's a pandemic. I'm not going to shame someone for not wanting to play during it. But now you're coming up with this thing with, well, we have this medical evidence. Um, well, then if you have this, share it. Like, we're, we're not doing this because this. If you have that, share that. But as soon as this starts getting leaked, you have to be on top of it. Otherwise, you're going to look like what the perception is. And that's like you didn't want to be the first ones to put your neck out there. Which means to me that you didn't care about player safety. You cared about your public image.
1: PR, man. PR.
0: Shame. Shame. All right. Who's up next?
1: Mm.
0: The NCAA! I'm just, you know what?
1: Absolutely. Before I shame. even mention shame. anything, shame.
0: Shame. 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 The, I mean. se- the The faith has decided the NCAA will strip naked and and take their march. Up, oh, 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 Bloop. 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 Getting a lot of Duke Doo's. Yeah, listen, I don't even, I don't even need to talk about the NCAA. I've already expressed yeah, we, why we, I think we've covered this. I've already like... expressed why I think they need to be shamed. But I hope someone holds them accountable. I hope this is a moment. And listen, I don't think the conference administrations need to get off the hook. I think the conferences finally need to just if if they don't want it to be the NCAA, it has to be someone. So whether it's a governing body constructed from like their, their like an appointed kind of like how they do the college playoff committee. You might as well do that and create a governing body around it. Yeah. Because until you have a centralized leadership, you're just you're gonna keep making poor decisions like this in a time when we need. Digging that
1: hole just a little bit deeper every year.
0: Yep. So NCAA, shame, shame.
1: Yep. Yep. Yep.
0: Whoop. So I don't know if you've seen this, but I run. haven't. But Deion Sanders had something to say. So Deion Sanders tweeted, and this is what Deion Sanders said. All players opting out in all sports, please believe, he capitalized, please believe, the game will go on without you. This is a business, and you don't ever forget that. There is no one that's bigger than the game itself. Only the ref, umps, and officials are that important that you can't play without them. Not you. Hashtag truth. Truth. So this is Deion Sanders in response to NFL players opting out of the season.
1: Okay, well, you know, great, but that seems a little bit unnecessary. I mean, I don't think anybody's opting out because they think that they're bigger than the game or that they're just gonna oh well, we can't play because we don't have this player nobody's opting out because of that they're opting out because they care about their well-being and the health of everyone else around them including their family or or you know their teammates or whoever it's not because of their ego that Deion Sanders obviously still has so I I mean I, I'm, I'm a fan of Deion. I'm a cowboy fan so
0: it pains right. me to say this but shame well hold on. <laughs> Deion Sanders responded. (laughs) To his own tweet? Deion Sanders' tweet to follow up, and I believe he posted this today, was when did we as people become so sensitive, soft, skeptical, and sad? Let's go, baby. We have so much work today to achieve the things we desire. Come on, people. And that's C-O-M-E on people. That is not (laughs) C-U-M-E (laughs) c-u-m-e <laughs> c-u-m I don't know how to spell the other you just spelled <laughs> <told me. laughs> it <right>, well <laughs> shame shame I'm on cag I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> get
1: your mind out of the gutter <laughs> alright <well>,
0: listen <laughs> listen uh, there's more <laughs> Alright, so so in responses to people continuing to shame already, Dion, he said, I'm not going to allow someone I don't know to affect me. You don't matter. My day is just that. It's my day, and I would be a fool to allow you to matter, and I don't even know you. Hashtag truth. Then, three hours ago, he said, hey, I'm about to shake some things up. You're gonna like it because I got you in mind because I love you that much. I need you to go and grow with me here. It's called there when God says, and then he goes on to a big Instagram rant. Listen, does does Dion deserve to be shamed?
1: Absolutely, he deserves to be shamed. Absolutely.
0: Shame, shame.
1: Like, if you're gonna make a statement like that, stick to your guns. Don't don't be going out, out afterwards and and responding to every troll that that gives you crap over it and you know people who rightfully shame you for it. Like it's dumb.
0: Here's the thing that kind of bothers me: isn't Deion Sanders like a high school coach or like a coach at some level now?
1: Uh, I think so.
0: Isn't that isn't that kind of isn't that kind of like doesn't that, so bad? Doesn't that make you a little bit nerd? Like, I mean, I get, like, listen. Uh, let's see. Ah. Can't shame the man that ah. ran directly to his limo after blazing the 40 yard dash in the combine. Let's be real here. <laughs> I mean, listen.
1: <laughs> I'm a fan of his. Like, I get it. Like, I just it's prime time, but I just his playing days are over.
0: I just, I, I, you know what? I if this was a selfish move, sure. Like, if we weren't in a situation where, you know, listen, I get it. The death rate isn't high, right? The mortality rate isn't high. There is a, like, 20-something-year-old player that I think was just drafted who caught the coronavirus and now has an enlarged heart. Like, there are people that might recover from this, but their recovery means that they have a heart that looks like they suffered a stroke. And they might be more prone to stroke. So I am not going to fault anyone at any level if they decide they don't want to be in a situation that's high-risk. I think that's where Dion deserves to be shamed, right? I feel like Absolutely. you can't make this a definitive, well, you don't love the game, so you're leaving. This like, isn't about football. Yeah. As,
1: as much as he wants to make it about it, it's not.
0: That's not very common either, though. Listen, it's a dice roll, though, right? It's a dice roll, Rooster. Like, yeah, I, I,
1: it's it's just a dice roll. It's just a chance that you, you're you taking by playing and being around that many people, or it's not. I mean, it's...
0: Yeah. I mean, like, yes, like, this it, what it is. It, like, if all the players went, yes, there's a chance that only like a percent of them might end up with enlarged hearts. But isn't that like, isn't that something where you think, well, what if I'm that one percent? Like, because there's no guarantee that you're not, right? Yeah. That's the tricky thing. It's, it,
1: is football <clears throat> so important that you could potentially shorten your life?
0: It, it, yes. And, right, and, 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 right. and
1: that's And I'm not talking about actually playing the sport, I'm talking about just being around them. Like, The injuries and stuff you sustain in football are irrelevant. If you get this virus, you could shorten your life.
0: Yeah, I think so I think this is definitely a much different conversation than we would have had about concussions, right? Concussions, like, listen, that's that's just one of those off-the-cuff things. Like, you can't predict that. Now, something where you're being told that there is a virus out there that you could potentially, you know, contract. And if it doesn't, you know, damage you long-term, if it doesn't damage you in the short-term, you know, you might pass it on to someone that it does. And, like, I I just don't feel comfortable telling someone, well, it's a very small risk. I get that, like you know, it's a very small risk I get struck by lightning. But if there's a storm out and I'm in a situation where I'm thinking,
1: playing, if I'm playing golf or holding a giant metal rod, I'm in like, you there, know what? Maybe,
0: maybe I don't want to. Yeah, maybe I don't want to encourage that a little bit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so like if this if this was just like the normal safety conversation, so a year ago we were having the conversation about, you know, is it safe for if, is it safe for your children to play football? Like I would fall on a much different line there. I think I think you yeah. know. The sport itself has taken some measures to make it as safe as it possibly can. It's never going to be safe, right? If it's if it's football at its core, it's never going to be a traditional sense of safe because you're you're hitting there's each too other. Too
1: much. There's too much like bodies banging together, and I mean things are going to happen, and you're going to take hits. And, and as much as they try to put you know emphasis on not hitting certain ways, they're still going to happen.
0: And Rooster makes a good point. You know, there are some players, especially that just recently got drafted, that this is going to be their chance to actually earn a check. Or if, if they were someone yeah, that was on right. the practice team that that has you're a right. chance to get called up, this is a chance for them. I completely understand that. I really do. I don't think there is a good – I don't think there's a, a black and white answer to this, right? No. I just – for me, I think if you don't feel comfortable doing something in this situation – you shouldn't feel obligated to have to as long as you are given – like, listen, there's a lot of people that would love to have the out that the NFL is giving players in, like, yeah. regular everyday life. So, I mean, like, I get it. I get it if you're frustrated. I don't feel
1: comfortable coming to work today. I'm not going to come. Yeah,
0: so I completely you know? understand if you're frustrated from a fan perspective of, you know what, I don't get that right, and I have to go make a smaller amount of money doing my job. I, I get that frustration too. Like so I get it. Like there's so many different angles to this that there's not a right, there's not a feel good answer. There's not something that you can definitively say, listen, this is just the best way to do it and that's how you have to do it. This is one of those situations where everyone has to make the most informed personal decision they can within whatever limitations they're given. NFL just happens to have less limitations than than some of us regular folks. And that's yeah. that's outside of a pandemic too. There's a lot of stuff an NFL player can do that I will never be a, <laughs> afforded the luxury of. Um, even and, you know, we, and
1: we say all this, like, it's not like we want them to opt out or that we don't want them to play. We want football, but... but I'm
0: very selfish. I, I, I want I, sports to be damned their health, right? Like, yeah, that's like, essentially like, what we say doing this.
1: a season without football, but that being said, of all times where, you know, odd things happen, what do you do? Yeah. You know, like I mean, this is this is no different if uh, you know, hypothetical that, you know, World War 3 starts and they start the draft up and then half your teams go away. Yeah. Because they get drafted and they go fight in a war or whatever. I mean, that's is no different than than if something like that were to happen.
0: Imagine God football bubble boy style. Uh watch the South Park episode with sarcastic ball. It's pretty much <laughs> what it would be. Oh yeah. Yeah,
1: we should totally make it safer. We should put bras on their heads and <laughs>
0: yeah. so, I mean, tinfoil hats. Yeah, so I, I get it. Just playing the sport of football, you have all yeah. of these uncertain things that might pop up. I just feel like this is different, right? Like you understand the risk of if you go out there that you might you might tear your ACL because yeah. you've seen people do it. You understand that risk, and you understand that it's it, you, you understand that it's essentially it. a and you understand that it's essentially a freak accident. I feel like being told that there's a virus out there that, you know, can be spread from being around people while they're just breathing is a little bit of a different circumstance, right? You're more aware that there is maybe not a higher possibility of catching this. Actually, actually, it's very contagious, like, right? Like, that's – it's not so much that it's not that you that you won't catch it out there. It's that you probably will, and you'll recover and and you hope that your recovery is amazing, one hundred percent, and you just are done after maybe feeling some mild symptoms. But like we've seen that other people haven't, and that's going yeah. to shake you to the core. Uh, like when the when the player who was it for, was it the Steelers or was it the Bengals? It was the Steelers versus the Bengals. I remember that where he got hit and it and it he went down and wasn't able to move and he was paralyzed and he's been spending yeah, the last couple Steelers. He's been spending yeah. the last couple years trying to recover from that. Like listen, Sh- Shazir, Shazier, Shazier. Yes. And like you yeah. see that, and you think, okay, that's not that's not something that's highly likely to happen. But I guarantee you, people saw that and started to second guess everything. Like, oh shit! I'm like, what am I doing? Uh, does anyone reading this actually know someone personally that's contracted yes. the corona? My parents, Reno's parents, Reno's parents have.
1: <laughs> now, I'll, I'll they they have been cleared, and my mom's two weeks clear of it now. My dad's a week clear of it. My mom still has symptoms. Uh, she still can't taste anything. Uh, my dad still is like, they're both still recovering from it. And they're, you know, 57, 58 years old. So, I mean, it's not, not a laughing matter to me, um, but you know, it's, it, it is what it is. Cause I mean, they, my mom was the one who contacted it first, and she was wearing a mask every day at work, and and you know social distancing. She has hand sanitizer in her car and was you know using that excessively, and she still got it. So I mean, it's not. Yeah. You know, what's to say that you know hey I'm gonna go play football that the same thing won't happen.
0: You yeah, know? I mean that's just that's just a tough thing. Now like I yeah. get it, I get it. If they say they don't want to go play football, then they're out like. Having big parties in their house, stuff like that, it gets a little bit suspect. But so far, we haven't seen any of that. Uh, yes, these sicknesses happen. No, yeah, they really don't. I mean, like, yeah. And yeah. Then, so that's the thing, right? You it, it affects
1: everybody differently too.
0: And it feels that's, like that's when, what's crazy. And it feels like when you do certain things. So if you go to a high populated area for vacations, if you're in like an amusement park, you're essentially saying, "Listen, I understand that this is present, and I'm probably going to contract it." But I'm still going to do it anyways. And that's, yeah. and that's essentially what you have to do for football, right? Or any sport right now. You have to say, listen, I know this is out there. And the more people I interact with in a close proximity, the higher my chances are of getting this. And I have to be accepting and okay with that, whatever the outcome or the consequences might be. So I get it. I get it. I get the conversation of all of that. So I, I do. Um I went to Myrtle Beach three weeks ago. I had a blast. Yeah. I mean, rub it in, I, jerk. I mean, I've uh, listened. I, yeah, I don't want to get like, I don't want to get into like the whole ramification of it. Listen, yeah, I've, yeah. I've got a haircut. That's a high risk activity. So, I mean, like, I like, and, and I, you know, I enjoyed some time off. All right. Next up, not shaming me. The Cardinals, the St. Louis Cardinals have just recently had their 16th, at last time I checked, confirmed case. The Cardinals have not played a baseball game since July 29th. Should the Cardinals be shamed, Reno?
1: <sighs> yeah. Like it's it's
0: shame, shame.
1: I mean we just we just is I mean it's really like a repeat issue of oh, the, Marlins the Marlins just Marlins had too. to. We hammered them for this. We
0: hammered the Marlins. And they this. do the
1: exact same thing. <laughs> Except it's not a strip club. It's a casino, but still. Oh, like,
0: Yeah. And so, listen, and this goes back to the NCAA thing. The MLB has no actual leadership at the top of it.
1: No, because Manfred's an idiot.
0: And it pisses me off so much that now the, the news cycle is starting to turn out. Listen, hey, wait, hold on. Wait a minute. Okay, Manfred, so this, is, so this is the commissioner of the NBA, or not NBA, the MLB. So this is the commissioner of Major League Baseball. If he, so he's already, it's like the rumors have already started leaking out that they're thinking of doing bubbles for the playoffs. Rob Manfred, why the fuck didn't you do bubbles for the season? It's baseball. It, it is a sport that they started playing as kids in complexes that had four different fields running at the same time. To think that you are above that—it blows my mind. The 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 this notion that you have to go play in your in your home stadium during a pandemic—you don't have fans. What is the point of being in Colorado to play the Rockies when there's no one there? There's absolutely no one there.
1: Why can't you go play at a high school field that's that you
0: know like
1: same same equivalent of what you're playing on because no one's there.
0: Where would they be able to do that, Rooster? Rooster. Um, so, what was originally talked about was Arizona had a park complex because. So, listen, you go to you you spread out the teams, you spread out the teams to two different, to two different um, bubble sites or three different. East in the west. Yeah, because Arizona is already equipped to handle um, spring ball setup, right? So, you've already got a couple of major league size fields out there. Florida, I believe, also has a setup where they could have yep. accommodated that. Granted, Florida. at at that time was a big burning piece of shit. Um, But I imagine there's some other sites. I forget where all the spring ball sites are, Um, but these spring ball sites are set up to where they have at least one additional field. And, and you know what? Why did we have to have 60 games of baseball? Just turn it into a freaking round Robin tournament at this point. As soon
1: as (laughs) you're in playoffs, let's go.
0: As soon as they didn't get a deal done for 80 games, they should have said, screw it. Let's just make it a big long tournament and be done with it because baseball baseball doesn't have leadership. Rob Manfred is he's not a leader. Inept. All. Rob Manfred is is chicken sh- uh, chicken shit. I don't know what else to say. Rob Manfred <laughs> is Okay, so that's not even why I wanted to shame him, Reno. Rob Manfred issued an 8-game suspension to Joe Kelly, the relief pitcher for the Los Angeles Dodgers for pitching at a member of a team that he issued no suspensions towards. Any player for a systematic, season-long, at least, electronic cheating scandal. Should Rob Manfred be shamed for his lopsided approach at policing this game? I will
1: do you one better. He should be more than shamed. He should be removed from his position is what he should be done. That's what should happen. Shame! Yeah. Like... He's a quack job and everybody in the country knows it, everybody in major league baseball knows it. He's a crackpot. Get him out of there.
0: And, and it pisses now, me off. it pisses me off that he set 8 games as the first suspension. Yeah. Because listen, other teams are about to throw at him. The Athletics charged their dugout like literally. <laughs> like they, they're going to get So now now the teams are going to come up with creative ways, right? They're going to trot out someone that's going to get sent right back out of their bubble team. Uh, they'll call someone up. I'm like, oh, we've got to bring someone up for something. Come decision. in here.
1: We need you to hit a
0: batter. And they're going to hit <laughs> Bregman in the ass. And then it's going to it's gonna cause another tough a little dust up. And, and he's going to have to issue eight game suspensions. But they're going to start trotting sacrificial lambs out there to hit these players. Well, absolutely. Uh, And he needs to be just accepting of that because we said in the beginning it needed to be a month-long beaning of them and then it would get out of their system. And that was not taking into consideration that not every team necessarily has the same skin in the game for hatred towards the Astros. Yeah. The Dodgers, the Athletics, the Dodgers and the Athletics, they have a huge axe to grind and I think it's very legitimate that they get some blood for blood here. I I, I do. I mean, I know it may not be right, but... I, I dig it. Yeah. Hit him.
1: So Did someone before say we get crack? off of MLB, <laughs> real quick. Uh-huh. So this this is the one thing, the one positive that I can say about the MLB that I've enjoyed since it started back.
0: What's that? So every,
1: every single time there's been a benches clearing situation, you can hear everything they're saying. That's true. So That's true. when the A's and them kind of – like got after it or whatever. Literally it just seemed like a, a room full of idiots just going, Hey, 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 hey. Like you could hear them all yelling at each other, trying to get over the top of what like I I was lying, I was dying laughing listening to that. Because they were just sitting there yelling and screaming at each other and no one was doing anything. And you could hear a bit of it.
0: Let's see. Uh K says they deserve to suck on these nuts, to which Rooster corrected got him! To which Rooster corrected D's nuts. <laughs> Got him. Got him. All right, but yeah, Manfred, let's listen. Shame. Shame. Him. shame. We could do. we and we'll move in. Every game we could, every shame, shame. game we could bring Manfred shame. up and just shame him. All right.
1: Should uh, play the the "You're Fired" clip. <laughs> yeah. Let's see.
0: Well, I mean, you're this is, fired. This is what I mean. This is what they need to tell Manfred.
1: We ask them politely yet firmly to leave.
0: Goodbye. Yep. All right, next up. up. All right, we're done. We're done with the shame game. Goodbye, shame game. Thank you for playing. Thank you all for playing and joining in for the shame game. Shame. 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 So, hey, we we shamed at least everyone but but Kepka. So I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. I think that's a pretty productive use of the shame game time. So as you may notice, or maybe you didn't, we're getting live feedback on the old hockey game, and right now it's a thrilling zero-zero. <laughs> all right, so now back to back to MLB. I just want to do a quick update. Have you had a chance to look at how the leaderboard has went? I have
1: not, man. Like, I really turned off after the, the Cardinals really started, you know, testing positive and all this stuff, that I just really turned off of it. Like, I was just like, really –
0: a rooster said these perks really got me floating. <laughs> All right, let me get my camera back up. Is this I'm a wee back? little man. Hey. Let's make Reno bigger! I'm a wee little man! I'm
1: bigger now!
0: All right, so I don't know if you remember this, Reno. Let me see if I can actually... I do, I do. Let me see if I can actually pull up... Uh, 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 uh. Did I save it? I don't think I saved it. Oh, there Hello. we go. Alright. So let me let me do a quick crop top on this. And let me just show you where we at we're at last week. We'll, we'll do a little comparison by comparison game here. Alright. All right, so last week in the A L so in the American League, our Western Conference one and two were the Houston Astros one, Oakland Athletics um, uh, Oakland Athletics number two. In the central we had the Cleveland Indians and then the Minnesota Twins as their number two. In the east we had Rays on top, Yankees and Orioles essentially tied for the number two spot. This week, this is how the AL is looking. A blam! So Houston and the A's have swapped spots. The Twins and the Indians have swapped spots, but now Detroit actually is is placed ahead of the Indians. The Detroit Tigers have snuck their way in. Um, Detroit. And then the Orioles have done what the Orioles will do. They fell off the radar. And uh, the Yankees have ascended to the top spot in the East while the Rays have dropped down. Um, But essentially, these teams right now, if the playoffs were to start today, would be basically the teams representing. Then there's a whole lot of filler shit to figure out who's going to be that last wild card uh, because it's it's pretty brutal for some of these. The East doesn't have anyone viable after the Rays, really. The West has no one viable. So the Houston Astros as a number two is technically the weakest number two of any of these teams currently. Um, so we're for sure probably going to end up with three teams from the Central um, if everything kind of continues right now. And I really don't know where that, where that last uh, playoff team would come from because there's, no one's really separated. It's anybody's yet. game, man. Yeah, so, so you had that. Any surprises? Anything sticking out to you?
1: Uh, honestly I'm still surprised at Cleveland.
0: I mean they're hanging in there. Technically they Detroit are. would be um the actual number 2, but again, I kept Cleveland in there because Cleveland uh would be in the playoffs based on the record right now. Um right. let's see. O and O can still be an exciting game depends on pace and shots. Uh so much bullshit. This whole thing could rage for days. Um so Rooster <laughs> Rooster still wanted me to be on board with the the hockey yeah, and I am. I really am, Rooster. Um and I wasn't trying to knock the the zero zero. Uh, let's see. Okay, yeah. So you got this, and man, I just I really don't know who's gonna emerge as that last that last yeah. wild card team. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see how things start to pan out. Twins suck. Well, I mean, the twins. A lot of people said they were gonna be the team this year that at least vied for a World Series, and they've held true to form. Um, yeah. I think it's really interesting that the Oakland at the Oakland A's. Probably. it really risen up. And I said this when we were picking teams, right? I said that you know, based on how Moneyball goes, they might actually be a team designed to work well in a short season, uh, because yeah. they've always been kind of nickel and dime everything. And I think this is one of those weird enough seasons where they might actually stand a really good shot. So that's the AL. No, nothing too surprising. A Reno. So let's move to the NL. Let me clear this up so I can read it for you. All right, so the NL. So last week, here's how we had the NL shaping up. We had in the West, San Diego Padres leading Colorado Rockies as their number two. In the Central, we had the Chicago Cubs as number one, the Cardinals as number two. In the East, we had the Miami Marlins as number one. Uh, the Braves as number two and the Mets as a number two. Here's how the NL is looking right now. So there's been some changes to the NL since last time we talked over these uh, past two weeks. Over these past two weeks, we had some changes. The Rockies have jumped up to the top. San Diego has taken a pretty big skid, even though they're still probably one of the more exciting teams this season. And it has a lot to do um, with uh, Fernando Tartis' uh becoming it or Tatis becoming a pretty pretty big powerhouse pretty big uh, name right now with him having pretty much the statistical advantage over every player uh, playing. Uh, so you have you have Colorado Rockies have ascended to the top, and I thought that they were kind of batting kind of punching up out of their weight division when they were number two. In, in that division. So now they're number one. I really don't know how to feel about that. Uh, the Dodgers have ascended up. We we thought that they would finally start to climb the ranks. I imagine before it's all said and done, the Dodgers will, will remain at least a number two, if not the number one team in that division. I still think the Rockies are going to fizzle out. I think Dodgers, San Diego might be more of the two locked teams. But with how the rest of the teams are playing in the other divisions... I think the Rockies, if they keep doing what they're doing to a certain degree, they'll be in there. I think they'll be one of the wild card teams. The Central, we have the Cubs by a mile. It's literally the Cubs and the next closest game, or the next closest team is four games behind, and it's a team that hasn't played since July 29th.
1: So, they played what,
0: like five games? So, so I don't know what that says, um, but I think the Cubs have won this. I think we can pretty safely say the Cubs have clinched the Central. Yeah. So I think unless I,
1: unless they reschedule all this and then all of a sudden the Cardinals go on a just gigantic winning streak, I just don't see it happening. Yeah, so
0: I think I think the Cubs are for sure a lock in in the NL at this point. I would say it's really hard to argue against them. Miami Marlins are still leading their division, and I don't, I just don't understand it. It it's frustrating beyond all belief. Oh, uh, before we before we go into that, so yeah, so we have the Cardinals. Let me. I have to. I have to actually have this before me to actually say it to make it make sense in my mind. So in in the <laughs> yeah, let's see the division. There we go. So in the central we have the Chicago Cubs who are eleven and three. The next closest team is the Cincinnati Reds at eight and nine. The Cardinals are two and three, so they've actually dropped down. Um but technically, the cards are four and a half games behind the Milwaukee Brewers are four and a half games behind, and the Cincinnati Reds are four and a half games behind. I think it's pretty safe to say the central doesn't deserve to send two teams into the playoffs, but they're going to yeah, but there's no way on on i mean I guess there's still chance right we're still we still haven't reached that kind of midway point we haven't reached that point where <laughs>
1: I mean, you would think one of these teams has got to pick up and start playing.
0: And maybe it's just like, maybe it's just waiting for the Cardinals to actually play games before
1: maybe
0: before it picks up. I mean,
1: I, I personally, I hope so, but
0: yeah. So we'll see. So I've got those two as as the as the second place in the in the division, but I mean, really, who fucking knows? So there's an old man <laughs> shrugging for both of them <laughs> because I don't know.
1: Great use of meme. We
0: lost. We lost in five overtimes this evening. Oh, the Reds, yeah. Which I kind of like how they do the extra innings now. I kind of like that, where they where they start off with a runner on second. I like that. Oh yeah, I like yeah. that. Um, and the East is Marlins. So how that shapes up is the Marlins are seven and four, so they technically have the best winning percentage uh, because winning percentage is going to be a big thing this season because there's a high probability as we're seeing with teams maybe everyone doesn't play all their games like they're designed um it'll be very shocking if the cardinals are able to make up all of their lost games because they're gonna have to play a bunch of double to. headers so i don't know if that's going to be a realistic thing if I they miss any so. more games
1: i think their their season's done
0: Yes, That's what I think. So you have the you have the Miami Marlins and technically Atlanta Braves are tied for the number one right now, but it's really wonky because uh, the Miami Marlins have played eleven games, the Atlanta Braves have won eleven games, uh, <laughs> so it's one of those weird things. And then after that, you have the Washington Nationals that are two games behind, but they're six and seven, uh, Philadelphia Phillies, and the New York Mets who were at once on here are now seven and eleven. They've basically dug themselves into the bottom. Um, so I again, I really don't know who, who rises out of here. Uh, the West is the West has a, the West for sure is sending three teams. So uh, it's looking like the Colorado Rockies, Los Angeles Dodgers, San Diego Padres. But honestly, even the Diamondbacks and San Francisco Giants are playing better than pretty much every team in the Central Division outside of the Cubs and the Reds. And then, uh, yeah, man, there's going to be a bad team that gets into the playoffs as the final spot for the NL. It's just one of those yep. things that we have to accept. Oh no, the Blue Jackets! Jesus, is this even a sports stream? Listen, I told you, I'm I'm still I'm still getting used to hockey, man. I'm still getting used to hockey. <laughs>
1: the Blue <poor> Jackets. <laughs> I'm still getting
0: used to hockey. You have to let me. You have to let me ease into this. It's still it's still a new and foreign concept to me. All right, so we've got that. Uh, I just, I don't know how to feel about any of it, but we'll, we'll wait till we get to the halfway spot, and then you and I will relook at these things that we did. We so did this, this, Reno, and right now, made some picks. right now, our long shots are long shots, dude. Uh, so, <laughs> Kansas City Royals are 7-11, they are the worst team in their division. Uh, the Los Angeles Angels are six eleven. They are the worst team in their division. So I think I think we really hit the long shot. Meanwhile, uh, Chat picked what the Padres and who was the other one they picked? They picked the Padres and the Red Sox. So Red Sox yeah. are, are, I mean, they could technically they could because uh, there's going to be a bad team that gets in for the final playoff spot in both uh, in both conferences. Uh, but the Padres locked on for uh, for what the the chat was thinking. All right, but I feel a little bit better about my playoff teams: Yankees, Astros, Rays. I think I think those were really good picks. Dodgers a little bit skeptical. Cubs for sure. I feel like are a lock at this point, barring anything just bar none happening poorly. Um, and then the Braves probably will make it too. Meanwhile, on your side, you have Yankees, Astros, Twins. Think those are all locks. Dodgers, Braves, Nationals. That Nationals one's not looking Nationals, like Nationals,
1: not so much.
0: Well, you'll get a chance to revisit that. Uh, you have the AL team's Yankee Braves, which is on the plate. Uh, I had Twins, Dodgers, which is less on the plate, but the Twins is for sure looking pretty good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. For show.
0: For show, I be getting that for show.
1: For show. All
0: right. So next up we've got, and we're about done with this madness, NBA best in bubble playoff picture. So I don't know if you had a chance to look at the playoff picture. If you even care about the playoff picture, Reno. Whoops, sorry, that's mine. You don't look, you look. (laughs) So right now, we had nine teams go into the bubble for the Eastern Conference. One of those teams has yet to win a game in the bubble. (laughs) And that is your ninth-seeded Washington Wizards. They came in for whatever uh, reason. I don't know why the NBA even invited them, I guess, to to make it somewhat of a show. Uh, but they are currently 0-6 in the bubble. And they were eliminated from contention, I think, two games ago. Uh, so, <laughs> so, I don't know. At this
1: point, why are you still playing?
0: It's not exciting. It's not exciting. The Eastern The eastern uh, Conference is not exciting. San Diego smacking the Dodgers. Uh, I'm not surprised by that. Uh, but yeah, so the Eastern the Eastern Conference is not super surprising. Pretty much everyone's locked in. Uh, everyone's kind of just resting up. The 76ers, I don't think, have started like their actual lineup they're going to go with for the playoffs at all yet. Granted, they've had some injuries. Um, but here's how things have went: the Bucks are two and four. So there's only eight games played in the bubble, uh, and we're we're about the six seven played games mark for everyone. So the Bucks are two and four. The Raptors are five and one. The Celtics are five and two. The Heat are 3 and 3, the Pacers are 4 and 2, the 76ers are 2 and 4, the Nets are 5 and 2, and the Magic are 2 and 5. Reno, is there anything there that stands out to you as that's shocking? Uh
1: the Bucks being 2 and 4 is one. Um that's a shocker. Also, uh, uh who else did you say? You said the Raptors were 5 and 2? The Celtics were 5-2, and two, and what was the other team out right after that?
0: Yeah, so the Raptors are 5-1, and one, the Celtics 5-2, and two, the Heat are 3-3, three and three, um, the Pacers are 4-2, and two, the 76ers are 2-4, and four, the Nets are 5-2, and two, and the Magic that one, are 2-5. the five.
1: Nets. Yeah, dude. The it's, Nets is a shocker. It
0: seems like some people are playing for um, participation trophies, and I think the Nets are winning it for uh, the Eastern Conference. Like, they can they
1: say— They
0: can say they had one of the most winningest seasons in all of the bubble— um, because they're <laughs> going to get bounced in the playoffs pretty quickly. This is a yeah. team that is playing without Kevin Durant, without Kyrie Irving. Um, so I just can't imagine this is teams going to have – the wherewithal to survive an actual series they're doing great in one-offs but that's that that usually is where a bench will get you that's usually where um some role players will get you i just don't think they have the star power to stand up with whomever they get paired with which right now it looks like it's going to be the raptors and i think that's a real bad draw if you get wrecked because the raptors i shit on the raptors after they lost Kawhi leonard they are a legit team. Nick they Nurse
1: fire right now.
0: Nick Nurse is a legit coach, and that man should be getting however much money you can pay him in can- in Canadian dollars.
1: Because pay him, can- pay him in Canada.
0: Yeah, pay, yeah, him, in, pay him in Canada. <laughs> give him all the maple syrup. Uh, take him to a Tim Hortons every morning. Whatever you need to do to secure that man up north, because he is working some incredible magic up there, and he's probably going to be the coach of the year. Um, on the western side, we have the Lakers at three and four, the Clippers at three and three, the Nuggets at three and three, the Rockets at four and two, the Thunder at three and three, the Jazz at two and five, the Mavericks at three and four, the Grizzlies, who at the time were um, one of the bubble contenders, are one and six, the Trailblazers are five and two, the Suns are seven and zero. Oh, the Spurs are 5-2. and two. The Pelicans are 2-4 and four and have been eliminated um, from vying for a final spot in the playoffs. And the Kings are 1-5 and, and have also been eliminated for vying in a spot. So right now what you have is you have seven teams locked up for the West. Lakers, Clippers, Nuggets, Rockets, Thunder, Jazz, and Mavericks. And now you have Grizzlies, who are the eighth seed, who all they had to do was win four or five games. They didn't, so now they've opened up a spot where three other teams are vying against the Grizzlies for that final spot. So you have the Grizzlies, the Trailblazers, the Suns, and the Spurs all vying for the eighth spot. And how it's going to work now is that the eighth and ninth seed, because it's opened up, the eighth and the ninth seed will play each other in a playoff game. So whoever ends up being the eighth seed by the end of this race in these last two to one games will play whoever the ninth seed is. The ninth seed has to win two games to advance. The eighth seed has to win one game to remain the eighth seed. Playoffs. Playoffs. Uh, So right now, out of those four teams, the Grizzlies at one and six, the Trailblazers at five and two, the Suns at seven and zero, the Spurs at five and two. Who do you think is going to be the eighth and the ninth seed? And who do you think ultimately takes the eighth seed?
1: I think the Grizzlies are going to turn around and keep it. Do you? I do.
0: Okay. All right. I think, I think the Grizzlies are done. I So what I want to see, what I think happens, and I think the Trailblazers probably take it. What I want to see, though, is I want to see the Suns. I, I want to reward a team that's probably going to go undefeated in the bubble. And listen, they may not have the star power to go up against the Lakers, but wouldn't it be fun? But wouldn't Why it be not? Why not? I'd rather see a team clicking on all cylinders go against LeBron James in the first round just because there's that chance that they might bounce LeBron James. Not saying they will. Just saying that you have a team that potentially has...
1: At least make it make their first series tough.
0: Yeah. And I, I think what's going to happen is if it comes down to the Trailblazers and the Suns, both those teams have a chance to make it very difficult on the Lakers. The, the Trailblazers have a reinvigorated Carmelo Anthony who's now a small forward yeah. again and has been doing really he's averaging like 20 points a game and I know that's not Le, uh Carmelo Anthony of old but that's a that's a third option that is worth a crap on your team
1: yeah i mean how old is carmelo now so i mean he's he's in the, he's up there in his playing years and he's still producing so
0: he, he took the he did the quarantine right man he came in leaned up refocused He had heard all the shit talked about. He's too old to play. He's too fat to play. uh, He's too injury-prone to play. He got really skinny when we were all locked inside, and he's showing everyone, you know what, I may not be what I once was, but I'm still enough to get this team potentially in a good spot. And I think the Trailblazers have what the Lakers don't have, and that's guard play. I think if you're going to match up big men, sure, the Lakers have enough big men to throw at you. They've got Anthony Davis. LeBron James <laughs> plays big for his position. And then you have uh, JaVale McGee. But, like, you don't want to play that game against the Raptors. You don't want to play that game against the Bucks. I mean, granted, you can match up with the Bucks, But, I mean, you don't really want to play that game with them. And you definitely don't want to play that game against uh, the Trailblazers. The Trailblazers have Damian Lillard. Dame is still dropping the dime. So I don't know if you really want to try to tussle when you have J.R. Smith and... As I think probably your point guard option because I think Rajon Rondo is out for the season, and I mean Kyle Kuzma hitting a shot, getting a shot back, and kind of being hot yesterday was a good sign. But I think the Lakers might be in trouble depending on who they get paired with.
1: If you if you just rely on those two, I don't I don't think I don't think their (laughs) their success is going to sustain.
0: I really don't either, man. I want to give I want to give an impromptu I want to give an impromptu. Uh, play? Is that how you play? Oh, okay. Zivu play. Shame, shame. So this is this is an impromptu shame bell to the Los Angeles Lakers and the Los Angeles Clippers. I get it. And you can go ahead and throw the Bucks in there too. Throw the Bucks in there. Shame. I get it. Shame. I get it. You're the top seeds. You're really just kind of trying to navigate these eight games without giving yourself any major injuries. I get that. Kawhi Leonard still nursing. He's still doing load management during an eight-game season. I get it. But listen, y'all came into the bubble. The Lakers are three and four. The Clippers are three and three. The Bucks are two and four. That's atrocious, y'all. This is terrible. This is a tournament. This is a tournament. Terrible. This is a tournament, man. Like you're basically revving up your engine. You're going to run hot for uh the the remainder of this season and it just it feels like some people are probably going to limp in maybe better rested, but they're going to limp into this playoffs and they might get a punch to the face that they're not expecting and they're not able to recover from. I think the Lakers, the Clippers and the Bucks are in for a harsh reality. I think the Bucks have the better odds because the uh, Eastern Conference is kind of ass to the bottom. Uh, the, Eastern Conference, <laughs> yes. the Eastern Conference is pretty much, even though the Nets have went 5-2, and two, the Eastern Conference is pretty much the Bucks, Raptors, Celtics. And I would say the Heat. I think the Heat have enough magic where if Jimmy Butler and Bam kind of play to where they're at, can be a very troublesome team. On the Western side, though, you can't take the same break. On the Western side, you can't take the same break because the Lakers are probably going to get paired up with either the Trailblazers, the Grizzlies, the Suns, or the Spurs. I mean, they're going to get paired up with one of those four teams, and that's yeah. not an easy out. And then you've got the Mavericks. Uh, they're going to get paired with the Clippers. I don't necessarily think the Mavericks are a for sure easy out for the Clippers. I, I think they still have to play. And, I mean, outside of all of that, you still have the Nuggets, Rockets, and Thunder. The Thunder aren't going to win the, the the championship this year, but they are going to. They're. I mean, they are. They're going to ruin someone's chances. I feel very confident. Yeah, they'll, that Thunder they'll definitely. Going
1: to, they'll definitely pee in someone's Cheerios.
0: And I think. I think who who they. I think they get paired up with what the Rockets, or the Jazz. Jazz Thunder will be a really exciting matchup for two teams that have no chance of winning it. Yeah. Would that be who? Or would it be? It would be the Rockets and Thunder. I think that's interesting. I think that's a very interesting matchup. I I can't wait to see that because you got some blood there. You got you got a little the, blood in the water. You got Thunder meeting uh Westbrook and Russ and uh, Harden and it's going to be one of those interesting things of, "Oh, hey, I know you." It's one of those things where you get a chance Remember to Remember
1: when we were bros?
0: It's so a chance where you get a, you know, opportunity to knock your ex out of out of the dating circle. And so we'll see. But yeah, so Reno, that's the NBA. NBA. I wish they would have done their bubble a little bit differently. I wish we would have had an actual round robin tournament for seeding. I know that punishes the top seeds, but win. YOLO. Right? Just win. Just win, forehead. That's all you gotta do. Just win. Just win. Just win, by the way. Win and you're in. BT dub. But yeah. So I didn't I didn't get to make any I didn't write out any picks or anything, so we're not gonna do picks today. Uh, last thing, and then we'll call it quits because it's it's Betty by time. Agreed. Uh, let me let me just exit off this right quick. Um, so we've got college football. Uh, the dominoes are starting to fall. Do you think we get a super conference, and do we get a season?
1: Nope. nope. I can shut it no off. No to nothing. I don't want a super conference. I don't. I don't want to, I don't want an asterisk put on anything i'd like if you're if you're gonna do a super conference then you need to say hey look this one's not gonna count this is not gonna go to your national title counts this is not gonna be anything on record we're gonna close the season but we're gonna have these exhibition games
0: right now it's shaping up to where we'll have a season that's legitimately the acc the sec the big 12 and nebraska <laughs>
1: Nebraska's still
0: playing and technically last I saw UCA and Arkansas State have a game scheduled against each other to uh, now start off the season so I, don't, I really don't know what the hell's going on um, but listen I, I, I don't care what you call it I don't care um, how you do it find a way to fit Nebraska and whoever else wants to abandon ship from the Big Ten and play a season into one of these other conferences and let's go ahead and let's have us three power conferences versus each other for a title. They don't have to play each other. It doesn't have to be one big uh, conglomeration. You still keep the same schedules as you want and just work in in Nebraska. and Big 12 is easily the one that you you lock in on, right? Because they are not 12 teams. So you would put Nebraska over there and whoever else is abandoning ship over there. And ACC's already taken uh, Notre Dame. And the SEC is already fucked over Arkansas, so just, yeah, have at it, man. (laughs) Uh, When can we chat, expect an MMA segment on Tuesday nights? So we used to talk about Fight Island a whole lot. I've kind of fallen off a little bit um, with it. So I know you had brought up uh, that – I don't even know how to say his last name. The Russian guy is about to defend the heavyweight uh, belt this weekend. Um, Yes, we play in the SEC or ACC, please. Yeah, so I I would love to see – I mean, it'd be weird, right? It'd be jarring, but I would love to see Ohio State play in a conference outside of the Big Ten. Just out of curiosity. Just out of curiosity. I I say if if it's not going to be an actual season uh, with all the teams, make it one hell of a fun season. You know? Give some dream matchups that would never happen. And then let the Kiss and Cousins, Pac-12, and Big Ten throw out a team to play in the Rose Bowl (laughs) – and, and pat each other on the back, the kissing
1: cousins.
0: Dude, <laughs> Big Ten and Big Twelve,
1: just, <laughs> just they—it oh. pisses me
0: off. that the Pac-12 refers to their leadership group as the Pac-12 CEO, like that. It it just it frustrates me to to no end to hear the Pac-12 CEO has decided. Shut up, shut the. F-. We get it. You're on the western shut side up. of. You're on the western side of it. He's from Ohio, Cack Ohio. Well, he's got a very eastern European nope, name which which isn't which isn't surprising right The midwest is full of German and eastern European uh both setups and naming rights I mean like that's just that's how the midwest is set up because a lot of Germans and Eastern Europeans settled in the midwest the farming type is what they they were. This
1: has been your history lesson yeah. for the day.
0: Listen, I used to work at the University of Missouri. <laughs> I cannot tell you how many German-based or German-themed um, names there were for kids at that going to that school. And then you can just look at some of the, the, the different uh, locales in that state. It's just kind of like, yeah, there's a very Eastern European vibe that settled in this state at one point and kind of made everything up. But listen, okay, Rooster. Next week, I I'm gonna be honest with you. I was really excited when we got Fight Island, and I was really excited for there being kind of a blood feud against that first week that we talked about it. Um, but outside of that, I just need bigger draws. I need bigger, more exciting, popping draws. I need John Bones Jones to come out of uh, prison or rehab. Come
1: out of his cocaine. Mountain and
0: and, and... and get involved. Stay clean
1: for need, a year. I
0: need Khabib. I need Khabib in to actually defend shit. The best heavyweight. Okay, so we'll discuss it, right? We'll break it down next Tuesday. I promise you, Rooster. We will discuss it. We will discuss it. I just don't got the energy right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have the energy of a potato right now.
0: All right, so it's bedtime, everyone. Thank you all so much for showing up. Kmart, Rooster, Evild. Uh, so much on the fucking... I I hear you, brother. I hear... Listen, I'll put money down on it. I'll put money down on, uh, on Stipe. I'll put money down on him. I'll put money down on him. I'll play him in one of my fantasy lineups. Uh, so we've got... We've got... Thanks so much, Rooster. Kmart. Eveld, Uh, MSM Wyatt appeared. He doesn't have anyone to fight. Oh. He's beat everyone. Superman. Bring Superman out. (laughs) <laughs> so we've got so what Rooster Kmart Evil, Wyatt is there anyone I'm missing if not I love you uh, anyone that lingered around that was a lurker that just stopped by for a little bit we love you thank you so much for, for stopping by uh, this has been Raid You Nerd Sports we do this every Tuesday we hope you join us again for Tuesday Rooster come back next Tuesday I promise you we'll talk We'll talk some uh, UFC, we'll talk some MMA, um, and I'll, we'll make some picks. We'll make some MMA picks. So, Reno, get ready for a sport we'll that, be you ready. that you don't pay attention to. Uh, make some <laughs> picks on it. Uh, thank you all so much. We really appreciate all the chatting. Rooster Kmart, uh, thank you all for going along with us for as long as you did. We always enjoy uh, reading some of the silly shit you both have to say. Uh, <laughs> so, if anyone else ever wants to come in here and let that sti- steep pay, steep Jesus Christ, man. Listen, my name is Chris or Christopher, uh, and my last name is pronounced Cable. And, like, I just need people to get their names together. <laughs> I'm calling him Stipe. I'm calling him Wesley Snipe. Wesley Stipe. Uh, Wesley Snipes. Wesley Stipes, and He's going he's gonna, to he's gonna fight uh, Sylvester Stallone in a, in a Demolition Man-style brawl.
1: <laughs>
0: They're going to go eat at Taco Bell, a very fancy restaurant. Uh, and they're they're not sure how to use the three seashells. <laughs> All right, thank y'all. Love y'all. See y'all in heaven or hell. But, um, but you know, just just go do your thing. All right. Good night, y'all.